Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. From tactical analysis to player updates. We've got you covered on all the latest news on Las Aguilas. Now, let's start the show. This is the Eagle Eye Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to the true Thursday night football here, where we'll be talking all things Club America, and we're going to be getting you guys ready for the Clásico Nacional. And uh, boy, do we have quite the panel for all of you today. Uh, we really rolled out the red carpet for this one. Uh, joining me today, and let me go introduce by order here, none other than Brooklyn's very own AJ. AJ, how are you? Doing good. Excited. A lot going on, and can't wait to talk everything about the Clásico Nacional tonight. Definitely. We got a doubleheader Saturday and Sunday, but we'll get to that a little bit later, AJ. Awesome. Glad to have you on. And everyone's most beloved and favorite person on the podcast. It is none other than Dylan Jimenez, a.k.a. Cowboy Dan. Dylan, your name, actually, for those who haven't listened to us long enough, Cowboy Dan actually originated from a Super Clásico preview. Yeah, it did. Um, that was a long time ago, and I can't think about that. It's been a hot minute yeah. since I got Cowboy Dan, but here we are. Yeah, here we are. And then whoever doesn't know the clip, you just go go to YouTube and, and then search it. You guys have a great time listening to that. Um, and then, of course, talking uh, all things to America on this side of the Western Hemisphere, it is none other than Orange County's very own Chris Rivera. Chris, how are you? And looks like What's there, up, Chris? what's up, what's up? There we go, what, there he is. Yeah, can you hear me? Is everything good? Yeah, yeah, we're you're good on, on our end. Am I just, am I just like late or something? Just move uh, on, move on. Ivan, just move on. We're good, we're good here, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then, and then uh, uh, Christian will be joining us shortly later on as well to talk uh, America with us. He's setting up, having a little bit of audio difficulties, but He'll hop on whenever he's ready. And of course, we rolled out the red carpet, guys. The secret ambassador, the secret uh, person that's been funding the whole podcast behind the scenes after COVID. It is uh, none other than the man himself. It is the Carnicero, Foot Cult's very own Mr. Brian. Brian, how are you? I'm still alive. I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, (laughs) Sports has not been good to you in the past couple of months. No, but that might be a good sign for things to come this weekend. So, uh, well, if not, then I'm really so. struggling. I'm really struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. And I know we were talking, uh, you know, you, you said that you were going to be uh, ready to talk all things Club America ahead of the Clásico. So we're, we're excited to hear your thoughts. I know you have a couple of things to say about certain players and certain ideologies. And, and nice. I'd, I'd love to nice. pick your brace. I'll be nice. Well, you. It's okay. The gloves can come off. It's okay. It's Let the it classical. This is, this is what people come to see. Um, but okay, gentlemen, we got uh, plenty and, and plenty to talk about here, right? It's the Super Clásico, the Clásico de Mexico, the Clásico Nacional, the Super Clásico. My God, this, this game has had more name changes than coaches, than Chelsea has had coaches this year, Dylan. So I, I really don't know what to tell you here. So I think, I think you don't throw that to Chris. Chris oh, why you got to go after my team? 
<laughs> I really, I, I was going to originally. I had planned this introduction, and I was going to throw it to Chris, but um, as he was lagging a little bit, so I didn't know whether or not the the response was going to be a little delayed. But hey, Chris, it's 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 a little jab we got to take here and there, but because uh, I don't think I've ever had taken a jab at your team, but um. Let's talk classical, but before we get to the nitty gritty of it, a little bit of updates. Um, transfer window is officially over. I want to pick your guys' brain. I, I posted a tweet and, and I kind of wanted to hear everyone's ranking of how the transfer window went. If you guys had to grade it and, and we'll put it on uh, an A through F type of situation because I know that's how Brian did it on Twitter. If you guys had to rank America's transfer window this season graded, what would you give it? And I'm gonna throw it to you first, AJ. Uh, give it a B. We got rid of the players that we didn't really need, which is a good thing because then you can just make space for more players. Um, the additions that we did bring in, which was Kevin Alvarez and Julian Quinones, really good signings. That's players that we really needed into this squad to bolster the attack and the defense. The only one that I would then maybe have a slight complaint about would be Igor Lichinowski. Recently came from these. I've made God announced last night. It feels like more of a panic. Um, signing than anything because we were looking the past and like the past month really trying to find a center back to you know potentially replace um Nestor Araujo, but at the very end it seems like though we just could not find the guys that you want like the guy from Fluminense trying to get Sergio Ramos which I felt was like really a long shot. Uh, another dude for Argentina we ended up just going with Ichinosky who which Tigas didn't even want they just kind of gave it to us. Um, I hear the complaints where people are saying that why we get him, but I say, look, at least we got him for free in a way. It's only for three months. We didn't really need to pay anything at all, so it could have been worse. We could have just not signed no other defender and just stuck with what we have in center back, but and Lee Janowski, it could be worse. It could it could have been no one. So Overall, I give it a B for the transfer window for America. Alright, well, the Lichnowski one feels very Club uh, America-esque in the past couple of seasons. Brian, what would you grade it? I know that you told us already on Twitter, but just for the people that haven't seen it, what are you what are you grading this transfer window? Uh, I said a B minus just because of the players that we got rid of. I've been wanting to get rid of. Um, I do love Kevin Quinones, of course. No Quince. Igor just feels kind of like a depth signing. That's not really like a splash, you know, you know, player to bring in. Especially when you got a big name like Ramos floating around. That was kind of like. <laughs> hilarious what a switch you know fun but fact brian was willing to yeah brian was willing to make the the, the Sergio ramos thing happen but uh they didn't answer his phone calls yeah, in time still waiting for that. uh so yeah so i said b minus i think room for improvement but you know still some solid names brought in not totally Okay, I'll, I'll I'll throw my little two cents a little bit later on this whole Igor situation. But Dylan, where are you falling in the category? Yeah, I stick with Brian. I'm gonna be minus on this too. Um, obviously, like Brian said, there's still room for improvement um, with these signings, and you know, to as the season develops, you know, it could go up. Obviously, it could be an upgrade. It could go go B, B plus A probably. Um, but you know, there's still a lot of time to tell to see how this window goes. Definitely, and then if if Igor scores the winning goal in, in, in the final, then it's automatically an A-plus, right? Yes, so, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the case is on that situation. 
Chris, talk to me about your grade uh, on the transfer window because me and you talked very heavily or very highly about this transfer window. We said we haven't seen one as good as this in a couple of seasons ago, but it just seems that towards the end, it kind of dwindled. Yeah, I think for me, it's also a B minus. I think you just spend too much time looking for that center back just to end up just mm-hmm. settling. It's just very disappointing, but... At the same time, you look at the deal and it's not a bad deal. It's just the way it ended up happening. If you start off the, the offseason like this, I think more people will be optimistic, right? But just the way it ended, it's just like, oh, well, you're just settling. And if that's the case, you could have done the same thing for, with an academy player where you just say, you know what, good or bad, we're just going to let you write it. We're just going to write it out, you know? And it's not a. It's, that's pretty much what this this uh, loan is. It's just we're gonna write it out, and we're gonna look for someone next window. And well, we already know how that goes with America. Next window is always usually typically two, three windows away. Christian, you're back finally on here. Looks like you've got everything sorted out here. What are you giving this America transfer so far? Before I answer, can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. You're, you're good. All right, perfect. Um, I think I'm giving it a C. Um, I think the the main a component that we're missing for the team is defense, and we didn't you really focus on that. We didn't bring in a key element to help us in that, other than Kevin Alvarez, which I mean, uh, he only could do so much for us, right? And I think he's doing more on the offensive side than defensive side, if I'm if I'm if I'm making sense here. Um, so and you know that the other day they had chances. They had they had a couple months, uh, maybe two months and. Uh, the quarter uh, to kind of get the center back and another left back because those are two positions that were heavily, heavily um, you know, underperforming. And the fact that we kind of settled for a bench former past years um, doesn't really fill me with much hope heading into the remaining part of this. Interesting. Okay, so so far, just to kind of you know give a consensus here or a summary of what's been going on, Christian's going with a C. Brian's going to be minus. Dylan's also going to be minus. AJ's going with the highest grade so far, a B. And I think Chris, you agreed with the B minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, B okay. minus. So I'm gonna go the lowest here. I'm saying C minus because you had to go one up. Always. Yeah, I, I did. Mean, Always. Every I'm the lowest. I have to. I have to. No, but look, in all seriousness, How do you I end think up with, because with the best transfer window to a C minus. Be- no, because <laughs> it was it was painting like that because, like you guys mentioned. We got rid of most of the dead weight. I think there's maybe two, three players still there that we're thinking mm, probably should have probably should have left, right? Um, no, and no. <laughs> although Brian would say yes, I just think there's a there's a couple players that maybe are eating at the salary cap, and then it just it hurts a little bit for for America. But you know, one of the names that is looming out there that I thought was gonna leave, but it hasn't, is Jonathan Santos. But He's showcasing that he's a very important player and he's kind of living up to that uh, important role. For me, it's the fact that you, you know, you panicked in, in two situations to bring in that, that center back that you desperately needed. You didn't bring in a left back. And you got probably your last resort of a coach. But I mean, that I think is also important to kind of paint in the picture, right? So. This team seems like it was assembled partly by the owner, which Emilio Escarga went out for both Kevin Alvarez and Luis Quinones. And then the other part was Santiago Baños, which 
you guys saw how long it took him to get a center back. And it took him just just the same way that he did with the manager. He didn't get his first choice. He didn't get his second. He didn't get his third. He didn't get his fourth. He ended up kind of, you know, going for plan Z, basically. And I think that's the, the frustrating thing about it for this is that we're in the situation again where it looked like, okay, America's finally moving. Things look promising. Budget actually is looking really promising. And then we get stomped again by the same things. I know we were hailing Santiago Baños for making this happen, but the truth is, and I think it's been leaked already that Escarga was the one to kind of make the push for both him, uh, Kevin and Quinones. And if it wasn't Baños, then it makes you wonder and sit, okay, you know, I know there's rumors of him potentially leaving, whether America wins the title or not after December, but we can get into those later down uh, in the season. But for me, I'm going C minus. But again, Dylan, like you said, it could all change, right? Igor scores that winning goal and boom, A plus. Absolutely. So. No, uh, Quinones is going to score it. Scoring yeah. a hat trick. Yeah. Scoring a hat trick in the final. If Quinones scores a hat trick in the final, I will, I will tattoo his name on me. Just, that's, that, that, that's how confident I am that he's not going to do it. Did you guys see the terrible miss he had in the friendly against Tigres? Hey, hey, hey. No, I didn't see that. So. Yeah, no. I did. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. So it was, it was yeah, again, not a good showcasing on him. But that's kind of the update right there. Uh, any injury news or anything in regards to Coapa Christian that, uh, you know, is important ahead of the Clásico? No, I just think that, um, that we're finally getting Henry and Tabasita back to full force. Um, I don't think Henry will be starting uh, the game on Saturday, uh, but we'll definitely see him off the bench. Um, definitely in the in crucial part. Of the and we all know, Dylan, Henry loves himself a goal. And especially in the classical, right? So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, I, I have the same here on my notes. Uh, Nestor Rajo back. Does that potentially mean he features against Chivas? I think all of us would say, please no. Keep him as far, far away from that starting eleven as possible. But I mean, yeah, who else after, could after you after potentially the play? Game, I think I'm pretty much done. Every everyone's been done after that game. I think you just write him off the books. That's another player that you thought you know he's got to go, right? And, and unfortunately, do for like a good like three weeks. Uh, yeah, done. But don't want them. Money talks. I guess. Well, for him, I guess. I think it was a salary. salary. Really, right? the salary thing, and it's. Again, uh, it's, it's the same thing that happened with Roger. It's the same thing what happened with Bruno. It's the same thing that happened, you know, with, with all these players with on big salaries that no one's going to go willing to pay them. So they're not going to want to leave. They'd rather write out the contract, you know, and just earn their money. I mean, honestly, it's a smart move on their perspective. Dumb move on ours. But I guess it is uh, what it is in that sense. Uh, you gentlemen, anything else to add on before we go in depth about this classical? I don't think there's any more news, at least from what I saw, right? No. Um, I do want to add though. I saw an interesting stat earlier. Um, I think it was posted by StatKick. I'm not sure if any of you guys follow them on on Twitter. Um, but they were kind of comparing the potential center back partnership of Igor and and Sebastian Casas, and looking at every kind of like category that they that they that they rated, it seemed like Igor has a very high percentage of clearing aerial ball, which is something that I think we struggle with a lot. Um, and maybe that could be the silver lining in this. In this um, I think you've got to see it in action, but I thought that was pretty interesting. 
it's something that we've been struggling for like the past two, two to three seasons, maybe, maybe even more. It'd be interesting. It yeah, it, it definitely has been Achilles heel. It should have been who? Zimmerman. Oh, oh my God. God. No, no, no. <laughs> he would he would have crumbled in this America side. And then the pressure. You imagine yeah. Zimmerman in the classical. I feel like he just would have folded. Yeah, Absolutely. The, folded. the language barrier, too. That would have been interesting. Yeah, that was. Uh, that oh, Miguel Ayun also speaks English. Who? Miguel Ayun. Oh, that's Ayun. true. Yeah. yeah, very good point. Big play at Watford. Yeah. Well, there Oscar you go. There's two, two players. I, yeah, Oscar learned, learned a little, little bit of English too. So, interesting. Okay. Um. Well, then. We'll have to wait to see if Igor is kind of the missing piece to this puzzle. I don't know if he will be. I guess a lot of people are kind of frustrated that, you know, he's, he hasn't been a starter in a while and more of a rotation player. And so we'll see whether or not he can come in and kind of, you know, fight his way into the first team and maybe show some form of that Igor that kind of shined in Tigres for a bit. Uh, but all I've seen on Twitter is just terrible, like, highlight reels of him just not clearing a ball or just kind of being frozen in place and I'm just kind of like ah this is not looking good but we'll see we'll see I don't I don't expect him to feature he'll probably be on the bench but I don't think he gets minutes against Chivas but I'm curious to hear what your guys' center back partnership is going to be for this game so um well let's talk America Chivas right Saturday it's a late one 8 p.m pacific uh, 10 for you, Dylan, on the central side. And then for you guys, eight, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. AJ, again. Oof. Amateur hours. ready for that. Amateur hour. There you go. Amateur hour. for us now at this point. Eh. I've got, I've got, I've got a Saturday, you know? Imagine if it was a Sunday. Yeah, if it was a that'd Sunday, be that would have been yeah, that'd be bad. That'd be really bad. But it's a Saturday, so, you know. Alrighty then. Well, before we talk, I just want to ask this: Every does, do you, all you guys have plans already for the game? As to where you're gonna watch it, what you're gonna do? I'm gonna watch it on the couch, maybe for a beer. The couch. Oh, nice. Brian's gonna watch it at home. Dylan, the same. Are you going to a bar? No, I'm gonna go watch it, with Brian. Thank you. Okay, nice. He's gonna take the. I have a fold-out chair for you, so you. There we go. That's all I need. <laughs> He's sending you the jet too, Dylan. He's gonna, you know, so you're gonna ride in style on the way Very over there. Paid. It might be a single propeller point, but we'll see what it you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like as long as it gets him there, that's the important. I didn't part. renew the nice. premium membership. Okay. Oh, ooh, okay. All right. Well, we're working with platinum here. Um. Okay. Um, I'm gonna be going over to my parents' house. We're having it, uh, a little watch party with my family there, so it should be an interesting one. I think that's the, the the best thing about these games is the the fact that you kind of, if you have the opportunity, you get together with family, friends, and you know you kind of, it's it's a much better game with a, a huge environment, right? So I I think it's a it's a fun one. It's an interesting one. Um, but even though you, even if you have to watch it on your own, it, it's still one of those that you're kind of on the edge of your seat because what's well, the classical, right? You don't ever want to lose these games. It's all about the bragging rights and more so it's the fact that we've looked pretty good with them against them in regular season. Yeah, that's a whole different story, but, uh, we'll, we'll hopefully erase those ghosts question, of the ben, past. Is Benji ready for, for his classical? Benji is a hundred percent ready for his classical. So we, um, 
They got him a little bit of like, you, you know that uh, jersey that they wore, the blue with the white and the V back in the yeah. 80s? Yeah, so yeah. they got him one, a little bit one, oh, a, a little one like that. So he's going to be dressing up like that. Um, I have the away kit actually coming in. Hopefully it gets here on Saturday so I can kind of match with him. If not, I'm going to wear the yellow one. Um, but yeah, he's ready to go. Should be an interesting one. Should be a fun one. So we'll see. Hopefully his first Classico is, uh, is, is, is one to remember. Well, for me, not for him. He's never going to remember that day. But, uh, <laughs> Gonna be a fun one. So, how are we all feeling coming into this one? Um, obviously we had that terrible kind of game against Cruz Azul. We still got the three points, but Brian, coming into this one, international break, it's been a week kind of to kind of for, for, forget about everything that happened against Cruz Azul. How how do you feel coming into this one? Kind of clueless because like this is such a hit or miss like streak, you know, with everything. Even just going back to like league stuff, getting back into the swing, it's like. You know, there's times Chivas looks really good and there's times where America is clicking and then there's one really bad hiccup and you're like, how are we still making these mistakes or whatever? So, like, I kind of feel kind of clueless heading into this. But I want to be positive because there are talented players that can be the difference for America. I want to be positive heading into it, but it's like, man, it's hard to, it's hard to predict going in, into this specific game. Dylan, you, you you nod your head when uh, Brian said clueless. Do you feel the same way, or or you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I I definitely feel clueless too because it just it's just been such a bumpy road for America. It's just been kind of weird, especially how they started the season, and then you know, um, you get you get into League's Cup, you know, and you get this amazing performance against St. Louis, and then all of a sudden you get thrashed and. You know, it just seems like it's kind of been up and down and it's just kind of make me wonder, okay, like, you know, what what kind of what kind of team are we gonna get on Saturday? You know, what 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 are we what are we gonna see in terms of like, you know, how are they gonna play? Are they gonna play good for, you know, forty five minutes? Are they gonna play good for seventy minutes? You know, it's just it's just kind of up in the air for me how this team's gonna come out and play. Clueless, I think, is the right word to kind of sum up America so far this season. I mean, you you talk about the fact that Chris, we don't even know if we're going to have our manager uh, because of the, the fact that he just got operated not too long ago. So he might miss the, the, the game. And the fact that, you know, this team has always had a question marks over which player is going to be available. We had Diego Valdez out for such a long time. Then we had Henry and Cabecita was still a question. And now you're still kind of wondering, what is this team going to play at? So I think clueless is the right word to use. I don't know. How do you feel, Chris, coming into this one? You know what this game feels like? Like Solari's first classical. Do you guys remember how we were kind of like, man, we're winning, but we're not really convinced. And then just like 1-0, one 1-0. Zero, one zero, I mean, I, I believe it was his first classical. I think we beat him like 4-0. I think it was Cordova's game, no, where he scored two. The whole uh, deal incident. Was that no, the whole G- no, that was Piojo. The whole, Piojo. Sol- the no, whole it, Piojo. yeah, that was 4-1. Although, no? Yeah, we beat them, I think, maybe 3-1 or something. I'll, I'll, I'll double-check for you right now, but no, keep going. Black in the- but but that's, how, that's how it feels like leading up to this game, where maybe we, you know, it just, this is a show-out game, where it's like, all of a sudden, we're playing good, where it looks like we're dominant, we that, that's kind of not necessarily my expectation, but that's how it feels leading up to this game. I feel like everyone coming back is healthy. You get that break, you, you know, like 
we get that theaters game. I didn't watch it. I was watching the Raiders. So I was stressing over another team. <laughs> but that's exactly how it feels leading up to this game. I feel like it is possible that we might score as many as we do that. Interesting. And, and I mean, if that was the case, that'd be kind of awesome, right? It'd be great to have a game where we score consistently like that. But you know what? You are right. It is um it is a game that we played at the Estadio Akron, actually. We ended up winning 3 0. In Cordova, so, another shirt up, right? Yes, correct. I, that was a great moment. It's one of the best. Uh, yeah, it's Quinones one of the better moments the in America. <laughs> Who's gonna do what you another two, two of Ivan's frauds are going to do the same thing. They're <laughs> <laughs> going for that coveted Ivan Pineda trophy. So that's right, I, I wasn't yeah. wrong about Cordoba at America. So I'm just saying. I don't want to be. I don't want to be right about Quinones too, though. That's too much money to be right about. I'm. I, I really want him to thrive. But you know what? If he does score, because I know, I know everyone's been asking for Henry to, you know, celebrate like Chucho did. Um, so, but it'd be nice to see if Quinones does it, you know? Kind of the lethal striker, the foreigner, right? The new guy. So, it'd be kind of cool to see him celebrate like that. I don't know how much he's into kind of social media and whether or not he knows that, you know, the fans kind of like the tributes like that, but We'll see what happens. Uh, AJ, coming into this one, how are you feeling? Uh, excited. Nervous at the same time, though, just because the way America's kind of just been performing, it's like a mixed bag. You're not sure what you're going to get from this side. On paper, looking at the squads, like we're looking good, but then when you're seeing them on the pitch, it doesn't look like we're really doing anything. It feels like Jadine is trying to try so many things with the team or is trying to overcomplicate the way we're trying to play. But because the players that we have, it's attacking football. That should just be the name of the game. Just play it simple and go and attacking. But it feels he's trying too much with the players that he wants to do more than just one thing on the pitch and kind of just starts to overcomplicate everything. Like in that Crusoe game, you're playing against 10 men. You think this team with the squad that they have on that feels like, oh, we're going to go for a bunch of goals in the second half. No, we just end up defending for some strange reason at home and it for the away team but whatever we're still the home team regardless that it just frustrates me now coming to this Gasco Nacional I'm really expecting that you know the game plan is just more simple and straightforward it's alright you're going to bring the game to GOS you're going to do everything you can to score goals from the get go pressure them that's what I want to see but at the same time knowing that how we kind of been playing recently We've been playing good. We've had some good moments. We had some bad moments. Now, this time around, it's another test for Jardine to really see if he's up to the task to be the coach for America and for these players to then now show to the fans that, you know, keep calm that we got this. Even though it's taking time for this team to figure out exactly what we're trying to do because we're kind of at that halfway mark now in the season. But I really hope that these, this team comes out on Saturday night, gives us a really good showing of football, and then tell fans to keep calm that we got this. There's no that no need to stress things out or put things out of place. All right. Interesting. Well, I like it. Hopefully everyone else shares your excitement as well, AJ. It's been a little bit of a bland classical, right? I mean, I think it's the fact that it's an international break. You know, Mexico game in between. Everyone's been talking about that lately. Uh, I know Brian's definitely been Ooh. up in arms in Twitter trying to, you know, debunk all of these myths that uh, Gallardo is going to continue to be Mexico's left back, right, Brian? <laughs> I have a whole folder, a whole folder of clips 
and I feel like no one's <laughs> looking at him. But that's, really different. that's that's a different thing. That's a different. So, yeah, I need a win. I need a win this weekend because this has been rough. Yeah, well, it's rough indeed, and it's, it's hopefully bound to get better. Christian, what America side are we gonna get, or what America side are you hoping? we get because AJ spoke a little bit about kind of the mistakes of the Cruz Azul game right obviously you want to learn from that don't repeat it what what do you specifically want to see different in this game just pure control of the game I feel like in, in lapses of um of times against Cruz Azul it looked like we were in control especially for like the first 10 minutes I thought that we were going to cruise control there was going to be another battering like we had it and then I don't know where just something something just happens with this team that I guess they just get over over flustered or they lose their heads or they're not in the game 100%. And the other team just takes over and, you know, we can't let that happen, especially in the classical, because, you know, uh, any little moment, uh, you know, can, can can turn the game on its head. And um, and then we're, we're speaking about form here for either team and either, maybe either side's not on their best, uh, have, hasn't had their best matches recently, but it's a classical. And I think we throw form out of the window when it comes to this game. Um, you know, it's, you know, people are playing with heart, people are playing with passion, people know what it's like to play this game, you know, on both sides. So, uh, you know, you got to be concentrated 110%. And if you're not, then that's the, that's the moment where everything just, you know, goes to. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we, we all agree in that sense, right? And and you chuck form out of this one, Dylan, because we know that at the end of the day, a Clásico's played a little differently. We've been doing this for quite a while now. and and it feels like every year it dwindles a little bit. No, the, the classical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and, I don't well, people, know. People are I, not happy with the buildup stuff. That's like what I was leading to. I, 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 I think the fact that, you know, I, I think American Chivas haven't done a good job in trying to exploit it. They're trying to sell it like, like if they're gentrifying the classical in a sense, right? It's like, oh, look, special day for this and special day for that. And, I think Miggy last year said, you know, we, we want to see, we want to see you guys fight each other, not, <laughs> not, not shake hands on a podcast. Right. Uh, but it's, it's it's true. You want to see that intensity, that rivalry, and you don't really. I don't think we've seen it in in the build up to this. Not not this classical, not the not the last either. So you know, do you guys remember the time where like they would interview a player and they'd be like, oh yeah, like we're going to go in and we're going to stomp them. Or, or who was it? I think Marco Fabian had said, oh, I'll like, I hit a role Jimenez and I'll, I'll, I'll bet him like, a, I don't know if it was like a Mercedes or, or a BMW. Like he was going to bet him like a, like a car. Right. And Raul Jimenez, I'll be barely coming up from the ranks. And, and Raul Jimenez was like, well, I mean, he's like, I don't really, you know, I don't really have that type of money, but if you want, like, you know, like, and then Roland, I think ended up scoring. So I, I, it's, it's fun kind of seeing them kind of go at each other. Right. Because it, it builds up on that. And I don't think we've had anything like that since maybe Pollo Briseño was like, they have no identity and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, this, this injury, music, yeah, yeah, ever, ever yeah. since that, I think, you know, that's like, just the whole identity know. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> Funny, I was thinking about Gio this morning on my on my way to work, and I was like, I wonder what he's up to. You know? Yeah, yeah. I hope he's all right. But he's probably he's um, probably wondering if the career could have had if you'd been serious. Yeah, seriously. There you go, kids. If you want to lesson on the importance of discipline, Gio Dos Santos is 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 your prime example of what happens when you don't have it. 
Um, so yeah, it's a little bland, but I mean, even so, I think when you get to the game day, Brian, you still have those jitters, those nerves of like, okay, you know, the camera's panning out to the players, the stadium, and you hear the crowd and everything. You're like, okay, yeah, okay. It's, it's go time. Like, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But let's talk specifically about this game and what we can expect from this America side. Christian, give me your predicting Stone 11. We'll kind of work our way around from there and kind of see whether or not some of us agree, disagree, and whether or not we're going to put Luis Fuentes at left back. Yeah, so we're going to. Um, so we'll start at goalie. Um, we'll obviously have Malagón in net. Uh, we'll have Kevin Alvarez, Ramon Juarez, Sebastián Cáceres, and Luis Fuentes. Um, in the midfield, you'll have Fidalgo, Richard Sanchez, and Diego Valdez. On the left side, we'll have Brian Rodriguez. On the right side, Leo Suarez, and up top, Quinone. Wait, who's right. the back again? What happened? On the who, right who side? Your, no, uh, no, no, your center back. Uh, Ramon Juarez, and Sebastián Castro. Okay. Center back partnership there, Brian. How do you like it? I agree with it. I, I want to give Juarez some, some playing time. I like what I've seen from him. Like, you know, he now now I feel like there's pressure on him, so he has to perform, right? Like, to impress everybody. So, um, what better game? What better game? And he's an academy player, so I think he it's fitting for him, right? In in, in this type of game. And maybe he, he maybe he's the one that's going to score on the kind of corner kick. Oh man, that would be perfect. He's tall, right? Yeah, he's pretty tall. Oh yeah, he is. He's, 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 he's pretty 11. up there. Five eleven. Yeah, five eleven. Five eleven. I guess. I guess that's, that's, that's pretty that's tall six for a Mexican. <laughs> that's six foot. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, what? Someone clip that. Um, Chris, I know you're not a big fan of hearing Fuentes out there on that left back spot, but the man keeps earning minutes, and the man keeps getting closer to renewing that six month contract. Good lord. <laughs> we don't have any other option, bro. We can't just. <laughs> <laughs> Ride it out until the next window. <laughs> we ain't putting Chava Reyes. Down. I already That's told you how sure. I feel about Chava Reyes. Yeah. I already told you how I feel yeah. about Chava Reyes after seeing him. Like, I'd rather just stick with Fuentes, and if he gets burned, oh well. <laughs> well, you know what, Dylan? He's 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 the type of guy that I think in a classic or two tends to show up, and you know he'll come come in like you say, come in, clock in, do his job, end up going home and kind of tucking himself into bed just thinking all right I did my job i did my thing so yeah yeah no, definitely yeah <laughs> yo wh- well, one, one think- thing i do want to comment on is you don't think they'd stick with the diamond formation mm, i don't think so either i don't see how this one works i don't know i i, I just think I, I agree with christian i think we're going with a four four three kind of look. But the only thing I'm a little worried about is that center mid kind of battle because Jonathan Dos Santos does wonders as an anchor and kind of making sure that we're not kind of leaving space open in between the midfield and the defense. And Chivas is a pacey team, so obviously you you don't want to exploit and give spaces. So I'm a little bit worried not seeing Jonathan in your starting 11, which makes me think that maybe heading there might not also put him in his my might go full out on tech I, I don't know what do you think Brian do you think Kadinek kind of wants to secure his job and say you know what I'm putting all my best attacking players out there 
let them handle this? Or do you think he's going to be kind of conservative in that sense and say, look, Jonathan Santos has been working for me there in that position. I'm not going to move him. I actually kind of think they want to put, you know, pedal to the metal pick and put a lot of pressure on Chivas early. But like we said about like left back, that kind of makes it a dead part of the field. With yeah. So, and you made a good point when we were talking about the grade, the grade is that we didn't address the left back. So that is true. That was a very big situation. But I think with these attacking players and the threat that they pose, that I, I think they want to keep the possession, but just put the pressure on uh, early. You know, that's what I think would, would happen. And we don't gonna have to go so far back as to seeing, you know, when we played them in the Ligia, that left back spot was getting cooked like crazy, right? right? So I, I'm hoping Fuentes learned, but again, what can you really do to learn from the mistake that you're slow? Like yeah. you can't really get any faster. <laughs> like this to really, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think Quad is is gonna have um, a long night because I think he's gonna be. If he's not on that side, it's going to be Casares. But whoever's on that side is going to have a long night tracking runs right. and, and making sure that there's not that much space. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I don't know. Uh, I kind of agree with you, Brian, in a sense, right? Pedal to the metal, put put some pressure on early. And we've seen this midfield do wonders, right? Richard, Fidalgo, Diego Valdez. Amazing what they can do going forward. It's just they have to agree who's going to have that role of dropping a little deeper when defending. Right. And sometimes it's Fidalgo. You know? Sometimes well, thing, it is him. The other thing too, we were I forget who was talking about it in the last podcast. When Valdez slowed the play down. It was me. It, it was you? Like, that needs to get sorted out like immediately because like, like, that was just like unacceptable. So like as long as they're getting on page on the same page and everything. I think they can clue that out. It'll function better. You know? I'm I'm open the question to all of you here. Is Hardine gonna continue to play Hardine ball? Meaning, if we have the lead, <clears throat> are we gonna sit back and wait for the other team to attack us and get them on the counter? Do you see Hardine learning from his mistakes against Cruz Azul, or do you see that he still has that mentality of like, okay, I gotta go. I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to soak up the pressure and relieve it on the counter. Do you guys think it's going to happen again? Or do you think that, no, this is going to be different? That's Don't tough to say. It's, it's, it's really tough to say, honestly. Because like, yeah. it's like a mixed bag thing. Like, I feel like at times that we'll score some, some goals. Then we just sit back. All of a sudden, the team just gets like a couple goals back in on us. And it's like, all right, back to square one again. On against team against Chivas, I do not think you really want to do that, especially at home. That's like the worst thing you could possibly do. So you definitely do not want that. You can't just sit back and just last, especially when you're looking like a guy like Fuentes. Whereas on that on that side, where Fuentes are gonna try to hook him, cut inside, and then try to find an Alapaz someone inside that box. I really do not want, to, especially with someone like Juarez in that center back position now. That if he's gonna potentially be starting, he's got all that pressure. Those Chios are definitely going to try to attack him as well. Try to, you know, get him nervous and maybe exploit him. So I don't really feel like Danny really should risk it all in a game like this and experiment as much. Just get it sorted out immediately because I really do not want it to be a back and forth game against Divas. 
And then, then to me, like like me and Brown scenario, this is the part where I just feel clueless because are we going to get a team that's going to come out and, and dominate and control the game for the first 10, 15 minutes, then like this something happens and then like all of a sudden it gets flipped and now Chivas are bringing the game to us and how did that just like, yeah, let's just catch them on the counter. Like, you know, it's just, it's one of those things for me, like it's kind of hard to say, but like I, cause I, cause I'm seeing this game still clueless because we still haven't seen a really a, a consistent America side to where they can go out and play like a good, you know, 70, 70 minutes, 60 minutes, just because like I said, it could start out great first in 15 minutes and all of a sudden it's going to flip. Like, like you're cooking a, a refried egg. So I mean, it's like, what's going on here? Oh yeah. That perfectly well put right there, Dylan. I think managing a game and managing emotions is going to be important, right? It, it's finding the balance between both. I think what Diego Valdez did against Cruz Azul, right? Like you said, Brian, unacceptable, cannot be doing that in like the 80th minute when you have possession, when you have numbers, you can't do that. You can do that maybe like in the 20th minute, right? Slow the play down a little bit, try to open up channels, see what's going on. But you got to read the game and manage the game. Look, I'm finding out with it trying to be kind of in his own style of way of playing. But the most important thing to me is defend yourself the smartest way possible. Have the ball, right? And I talked about it last episode. It's control the ball. I don't necessarily need you to go forward if that's the case. If you want to be conservative, fine, go. Boom, ladder, you know, from one side to another side. Like, okay, just manage it. Like, frustrate. Make Chivas run more than you run off the ball. That's going to give you the advantage going forward, right? So that's what I want to see. I want to see a very much more smarter America side from Harines' perspective and be like, okay, if we do get that early goal, which I'm sure is what is is the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get that early goal and then we're going to manage the game a little bit differently. We're not necessarily just going to throw ourselves back and have all 11 players behind the ball. What we're going to do is we're going to win that ball back and then we're going to slow the tempo down. We're going to frustrate them and make them run and chase, get in their heads. And then from there on, we exploit them. I think that's the more smarter way of going about it. If he wants to be a very possessive side, like he says he wants to be, I think this is the game to do it and, and kind of, you know, pay dividends to the certain attributes of different players and see whether or not that's going to take you exactly where you want to go. So for me, that's, that's going to be the key and we'll see whether or not that happens, right? A lot, a lot of things can, can either go right or go south, but, We'll see whether or not Hadine has learned from his mistakes against Cruz and of, of other games past. Um, the one thing I want to say, um, looking back at the international window, and he's been starting every game for Chivas. Uzbekistan doesn't have a team that can play as good as this. I mean, they, they can't put a team like our attack, right? And Tiba, the Pulvera, was really struggling. So mm-hmm. if he starts every game and he's starting in this, you get him a little bit flustered. I, I mean, we got to do better than Uzbekistan with him, right? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So I, that's my biggest like positive heading into this. I don't mean like to crash on the guy, but I mean that was a really bad game. I mean, you should be yeah, playing the tackle was just, out there. I mean, tackling yeah, I, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think yeah, he wanted to maybe put potentially change careers when he was yeah. playing at the Mercedes Stadium. Um. When talking about specifically about players, obviously in these games, you tend to call on your biggest stars, right? And you usually have a player or two that stands out in these games. 
I'm open again the question to all of you. Who is your key player or key players, right? Give me max three that on the night should and need to perform. And maybe we'll go above and beyond in order for America to kind of get the three points. I'm going to start off with you, Chris. Who are your player or players? I only have one. And this is because of what happened in the last classic. Hidalgo has to be the key player for this team, bro. Because he needs to win over fans. He needs to show. Yeah, that he needs to just, you know, get over that game, bro. Because it's going to continue to honor him if this game is ugly for him. Because I'm going to be honest with you, every single time we beat Chivas with Hidalgo on the field, he's a key player. But now you kind of got to get over that red card. You got to get over that costing us a, 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 a final appearance, right? To me, yes, there's other players. But for me, this is a guy that cannot have a bad game. He has to be a reason why we win, why we win going forward. We, he has to be that guy, even uh, defending. He has, he, can't, he has to have a flawless game. I know it's a little bit unfair because you're, you're kind of putting a lot of pressure on one guy. But you have to look at what happened. And for me, you kind of erase what happened in that semifinal game by, by uh, having a great performance in this game, especially with how we've been playing with Jardine. All right. So Fidalgo, and it's only natural that I then go to Christian. Christian, is he your man to go or do you have someone else in mind? I actually have someone else in mind. Um, I'm looking to our 10 to unlock our offense. Know, get the goals in um, to win to win games. You need you need you need to score goals, and um, I, I think he was a little bit lackluster in the Cruz Azul game for me. Um, but uh, you know, he was a key part in that semifinal second leg. He he scored the goal to put you know uh, momentarily get one foot in the final, yeah, the final. And uh, unfortunately, things just didn't go our way. Um, but you know, he, he he played great. So I I need him to do the same. You know, to unlock Quinones. Uh, need him to unlock Abacita when he comes in, unlock Henry when he comes in, uh, Leo Suarez or Zendel, whoever's on that right side, to be that motor, uh, the decision maker, the factor uh, for that offense on Saturday. I like it. I like it. Brian, we just heard Fidalgo. We know where your, your take stand. Who is your key player or players for the night? Um, well, we kind of mentioned, uh, I'm going to say Juarez. He's a, he's a brick wall in this game. And then a guy that we've always talked about, Quinones. If he, he needs to be, I mean, yeah, I mean, the criticism is he does have some plays where it's just a low, a low curling shot that's going to make it in and he shoots it right at the keeper. So he needs to be clinical. Um, I, I think those, are, those two really stand out for me. As long as the midfield just holds, holds still and does what they need to do um, and let, let the attack flow, I, that's, that's what really is going to stand out. And then on the defensive end, you know, you sign a guy or bring a guy in, and you got a young guy in there playing. This is this is Juarez um, on the defensive defensive side because, like we were saying, if you if you let if Chivas get the ball and switch things up, pressure's on, especially in this in this atmosphere. No, no, thousand percent. So it's going to be a big night for I think for everyone, but specifically right there, Juarez kind of you know playing in that classical. Dylan, who is your player or players? So I'm going to kind of piggyback off Brian a little bit, you know, um, obviously if, if it is Juarez, you know, obviously I'm taking him, but I really want to go after the two center back, whatever that partnership is going to be come Saturday. 
I think this is a great game to set the tone and to change the mind of some America fans who uh, have always, obviously, as the uh, uh, distance back line. I know, obviously, it's a weakness here, but I feel like this is a great game to set the tone, especially if it's Juarez that's going to be starting. Uh, it's a great game for him to, you know, find great form and to even show up because we know he's he's from the academy, and so he knows what this game means to him. Um, so I'm really going to look at that at that center back partnership for those two players, whoever it be. Uh, hopefully, what is like Brian has said too, but um, you know, I'm going to look at those two players coming into this game. Dylan, next time just at us. You know that we're the only ones that heavily criticizes defense. Okay, just next time, just say <laughs> us. Fine. <laughs> no, but you're right. It's it's going to be interesting to see that center back partnership kind of hopefully flourish in this one. AJ, to you, my friend. What's uh, your player or players? I got a little Suarez on this one. I feel like he's okay. a player that not many people point eyes at too much, but I do feel like he does have an impact on this team, especially when we're going on the counters or him running down that right-hand side, trying to find the cross or the path to whoever's inside that box. Um, I maybe also could speak because of recently in that friendly game, Leo Suarez was the whole reason to why we won that game. It, he was crucial to that victory, and I feel like him getting that momentum scoring those two goals is going to hopefully carry on into the so sure He hasn't been playing that much recently in league, but I feel like this is the game now where he can definitely step up to the plate and definitely create some opportunities for himself, also for his teammates. So I feel like he's just the guy that I feel like I want him to show up in the Glasgow, especially in big games. He has a tendency to show up in really big games where he scores a really good goal from outside the box, getting a really good to our number nine to score it. So I feel like he's just my he's just my guy for this game to look at for the upcoming Glasgow. All right, I like it. Um, I have three players. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna go into detail about all three. I'm going to detail about my last player. But obviously, I agree. I think Fidalgo needs to have a big game. Um, also Quinones, right? For like what Brian mentioned, needs to be more clinical. And the fact that you know he knows what it's like to play against Chivas, right? Played the Clasicos with Atlas, right? maybe not to the same extent level, but you know, that's a good point. Clasico Nacional. So yeah, I, I I think he's gonna be up for this one. But for me, the player I'm looking at, he's coming off the bench. For me, it's Henry, right? Uh, he, he's coming back into this one. He kind of needs to fight for his starting spot again. Maybe not specifically, but I think the fact that he's, he hasn't played for like a month and a half already, I, I, you know, it's he needs to find some rhythm and he needs to find the back of the net ASAP, right? When he came back from international, uh, the international duty with Mexico, he found the back of the net against St. Louis. Things were looking amazing. Then, of course, we, un- we know what happened. He didn't use him against Columbus, got that injury before the game against Chicago. So be it. And now he needs to come into this one. Dylan, we talked about this so many times. How many times have I said it? I don't know, but it's true. Henry loves a goal in a Clásico. And boy, does he love it, especially against Chivas. I think he was talking about earlier in the week. He said, for me, it's about embarrassing them. It's about humiliating them. And... It's great to hear a captain talk about like that, right? I don't think we've heard a player talk about playing against Chivas like that, maybe since Cotamo Blanco. So it, it, it's good to see that he's really up for it. He, I think in the back of the mind, he knows that he's not going to be the starter, but I think he's going to be itching to get some minutes against them. And I don't know. I, I think he comes in, he explodes, gets himself a goal, does a wonderful you know, celebration to pay tribute to the past. And we call it a night. I, I, I think that'd be amazing. So for me, the player that I'm looking out for is Henry whenever he does and will get minutes um, because I just, you know, he needs he needs to get the minutes in. 
And mm-hmm. so for me, I think it's it's, it's going to be Henry once he steps on the pitch. And it'll be interesting to see how he links up with whoever's up top with him. You know, we'll see what happens in in that sense. Can but, I can I add an honorable mention? Yeah, no, no. The most hated man in America. <laughs> My boy Layun. He's not going to play. But if he does, I'm saying honorable okay. mention. He needs to <laughs> do something because he's on the hot, he's on the hot seat. I, I can I can only defend you so much. I mean, I don't know how you defend him sometimes with the terrible hits and and, and shots oh, no, he they're, takes. They're, they are terrible. But, <laughs> uh, but if you, well, we'll I mean, if you want to leave a lasting impression, this is the game to do it. If he gets, but I don't think. Well, I don't know. Unless, Sometimes unless I think this been... unless you throw my left. Oh god, that's uh, that's even worrisome right there too. Um, I don't know. Hardiness, for some reason has been liking to substitute Kevin Alvarez out, like with the last fifteen minutes to go, and putting in Layun. Why? I I don't know. To be honest, I, his presence. But I I guess I don't know. And Layun's in a super hot. Did you guys see what the the video of him throwing the jersey, uh, in the in the friendly? Some fan threw it for him to sign, and he was too busy talking to Paul Aguilar and I forget the other medical player that was there. So he just kind of threw it to the, um, I don't know if it necessarily hit the floor, but he threw it to like one of the auxiliares to kind of hold on for him. I don't know if he signed it or not afterwards, but that video has been circulating Twitter and it's not giving him an even better name. So yeah, honorable mention there, Brian. Let's see whether or not he can come up and, you know, go the cherry on top, right? Maybe he scores the seventh goal to kind of wrap it all up. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be nice. A hundred percent. You know who's nice. someone that I think also to throw out? Malagón. He's been, yeah, he's been, I don't know. I, he's been a little bit having that sophomore slump with us. I, the second season hasn't looked as bright as his first one whenever he started getting minutes and taking the spot away from Oscar. Not to say that he's been playing terrible. I just think that He's gotten a little bit complacent thinking this spot is mine. And I think he needs to show up and showcase because, you know, just as fast as he won it, I think he can lose it as well, too. So, And he had an amazing game against Chivas uh, whenever he did play him last season. So, I mean, again, if this is the game to do it, then, you know, Malagón is, is going to be up for it. So we'll see about that. But all right, gentlemen, let's talk predictions here. I want to see where you guys is, where are you guys putting your money? All right. Don't Don't ask me that. (laughs) I think Brian's not betting the house on this one, but Christian, is it fair to say that we're betting the house on this one or not? You always bet the house on America. I like it. I like it. What's your prediction? Um, I actually think it's a very high scoring. Um, Both God, don't give me another three two. Um, unfortunately, you know, I I think I don't think we'll, we'll get the clean sheet, even though I really want to, especially in a classico. But I just don't don't think we're capable of. Um, but we are capable of scoring, so I think I'll go four two. I mean, okay, four two, not bad. I like it. I like it, Brian. Well, as you guys know, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I went on a podcast. Dude, no, yeah. don't, don't. I was, I'm a, where's the exit button on this? Brian, I had forgotten about it until you reminded me right now. So, You're the reason we lost. So I tried a reverse game. I said Chivas was going to win. 
And they did. <laughs> so I'm going reverse that. And I'm going to go 2 1 a minute. Okay. Two, and one, I want to let like you know it. that I, with the regular season, like I usually pick a draw on this time when I'm, when I'm on the TOS. When it's a yeah. regular season, I usually pick a draw, but I think it's going to be 2 1. Um, not quite sure how they're going to score, but I hope they do. We'll score somehow. Igor Lichnowski in the 90th and then Ramon Juarez in the 92nd. Now, do you guys so want controversy and get a penalty or do you want none of that? I'll take it. I don't care. Yeah. I will okay. sleep soundly at <laughs> night still knowing we got the three points. I don't care how we do it. As long as we win, we're good. Okay. All right. We're on the same page. Uh, all right. Nice. Chris, prediction. I got a 3-1 for us. Okay. I right. think this is going to be Jardines game. It's just going to be, it's going to be like St. Louis game, but I do think he's going to be one of those. He's going to have that moment where he's just holding back, letting them make the errors. And I do see Chivas getting very emotional in this game because they usually do play emotional against us. And I think Jardines is going to just love that because I do think Henry starts personally. I know you guys had uh, coming in. I think we're going to play a diamond. Because I think something about Fidalgo, uh, uh, Richard, and, and Dos Santos out there just makes it very balanced. But I, I think it, it, it's just going to be a Quinones and Henry. Or even if it's not Henry in, it's going to be Brian Rodriguez. I just think the same thing, right? Against Cruz Azul, it was uh, Quinones and, and Brian on top. They played very good as well. So I think it's just going to be a high-scoring game for us. You think we get one goal against us, but I think it's probably going to be like a late goal. Christian looked very confused. There. He drew every shape but a tr- but a diamond yeah, how, when how, he was how, right how, there. How, how that it does it does work. He, he threw gang signs at me. No, I was just trying to figure out how that works. Right, All right, okay, I like it. Three one, AJ. Christopher, um, so my prediction yet three one. I just feel like what's crucial is a two um two goal difference. I feel like I don't think one goal is good. One goal difference is not gonna be enough. I need two, even though it's like one of the most exceptional leads you can have in, in football, like difference. But I feel like that would just be good enough. I don't think we'll get the clean sheet. We're bound to concede in some dumb way, whether it be off of a corner or just our players not our defenders not marking. But I definitely do feel like this. I make like four three goals in the best. I like it. Okay. All right. Dylan? What do you want? 2-1. Two, 2-1, two one. Two one, same as Brian. Got it. I like it. Simple. Like that. And no explanation at all. Just 2-1. All two right. 2-1. Just give me perfect, the damn win. 2-1. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And you know what? I'm on the same boat as you, uh, Dylan and Brian. I'm, I'm going with a 2-1. That's originally what I'm predicting. That's what I wrote in my preview article as well. So, America 2-1. But... For the sake of not repeating the scoreline here, I'm going to go for the podcast, podcast prediction of Wild. I'm going to say it's 3-0. Right? We get the clean sheet somehow magically. Ramon Juarez blocks oh. and stops everything. Right? You yep. shall not pass. And then, um, God, do I say it? I'm, I'm going with a Quinones hat trick. You know, just, just to be, just be, yeah, just to be even more controversial. You make a lot of money if you bet that. Do the, will yeah, those goals actually is. count? Will yeah, those goals count for you this time? Yeah, they will. They will. Not only because it's a classical. 
in all in classicals, any and all goal is counted. And after that, in regular season, you have to. If they're tapping, come on. You guys saw the goal that he got. It was just, it was right there. It was given to him. He's, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, well, anything else to add on, gentlemen, in regards to this Clásico Nacional? Fight for every ball. It's a different game. You know, you can't count these games like other ones. Like, this this is the one you have to win. Uh, sold out crowd in the Azteca. Um, you know, let's try to bring happiness to the fans against this team that kind of embarrassed you last season. Um, I know it's not revenge, but um, it's you know a, a win against them is always always fun. So um, hopefully we see a better side. Hopefully we see a more composed, consistent, controlling side. Um, finish your chances. Uh, don't let them you know get get too many on you. Um, go out there and just play America for it. All right. So we want to see ganar, gustar, and golear. The three Gs. All right. Well, let's hope we get it exactly in that order. Um, well, right then, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast, where you guys will be up to date with everything going on in that matchup. And uh, share with us whatever you're drinking, whatever you're eating, whatever you are going to be doing that day. We'd love to see exactly how you guys spend your classicals with, uh, with family, with friends, or even by yourself. You know, we'd love to see exactly what you guys are doing. Uh, we'll share our kind of day as well. And hopefully it's, uh, it ends with all of us going to bed with a smile on our face, right? So we got to be optimistic somehow. Um, well, right, before we kind of wrap it up here, AJ, I made you a promise and I'm going to keep it. Uh, the ladies are also playing in this one, so I'm giving you a little bit of a window here to talk America Femenil and talk to us about this one. What is it going to look like? And give me your prediction at the end of your preview. Sounds good. So America Femini is going to be playing against Cuba Femini. It's going to be another home game as well. So may the pitch holds up to everything that happens on Saturday and it looks good on Sunday. Both teams, um, it's a classical. It's really fun. It's on a Sunday night, 7 p.m. So it's not too late. So thankfully, most people can then watch this game then before they head to bed. Um, both teams are in the top four right now. America Femini is second. Chivas are in third. But America, they've been performing very well. They've been on a very good streak. They just continue to keep scoring goals. They really don't have that many moments in which they look really weak at any point in the match. They just take full control. Alvi Cup is looking to take this same exact team and put them into another final. But for them to do that, you still got to get through the regular season. Chivas, on the other hand, they got themselves a new coach who's still trying to figure things out, like what he wants to do with this team. But with the way that it's looking on paper, America Familia looks like they have the upper hand going into this game, especially with the players they have on board. Just players such as like Cathy Martinez, Keana Palacios, Andrea Pereira. They've been on firing when it comes to scoring goals. And I feel they're going to be players like that's crucial into this upcoming Clásico Nacional Feminine. For I want to give my lineup for this upcoming match on Sunday. So I got Isabel Gonzalez at goal. Our backwards be consistent. Alcala Luna on the right. Nikki Hernandez on the left, where Andrea Pea and Kimberly Rodriguez as our center backs. Then, in mid- then on midfield, we're going to have Nati Malion on the left. We're going to have Justine Orejel and Aureli Kasim and midfield on the right. We're going to potentially have Luber. It's unsure to whether she'll be in this game since she's coming from, since she did not train, but hopefully it's not much of a of a big issue of, a, of her injury. So maybe she might start. If not, then I have somebody taking that spot on the Right side, then up front, I'm going to have Diana Palacios and Kati Martinez starting up for this team, and which I feel is going to be, they're going to play a 4-4-2 formation. I feel like this is the, the 
strongest line that you could that America for me could field. And I feel like in this game we beat Chivas twenty last two zero. And I feel like they can maybe have a repeat and not maybe add one more goal into that to make it a potential three zero at home. I definitely feel like they could make that happen, even though Chivas not only conceded six goals this season, but with America's forty goals that they have scored in ten games so far, I definitely feel they're gonna definitely add on some goals to um to Chivas um goals conceded. So I feel like this time around, America Femme has got the upper hand. It's going to be a home match. I hope that many people come into the game to watch Natalia's play. And I definitely feel like this can be a game to which, once again, America Femme gets the bragging rights. They show everyone that they're the, that they're the superior team in the game on Sunday. All right. Well, there you guys have it. AJ's report on the ladies. Make sure you guys catch that game on Sunday and hopefully it's two America wins to wrap up the weekend. So I don't know, don't know but that team looks sounds like it could beat the America side like three times over. So no, yeah, definitely. 100%. Well, alrighty then. I think that wraps it up for us. Thank you guys again for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. I just want a huge shout out to all of you guys that came and made it out. I know it's, and it's, it's always great to have the whole panel full here and, it, and it's great to see. And so thank you, Dylan. Thank you, AJ. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Christian. And of course, to our very special guest, thank you, Brian. We love what you do on Twitter. We love the fact that you're always bashing on all of us at once, whenever it is that you get your chance to. But most importantly, we love the fact that you are anti-Gallardo. So thank you for all the work you put in. Yes, sir. I will not stop this fight. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Alrighty then. Well, you guys have a wonderful night. You guys take care. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap it up here? Just win. Just win. Just win. All right. Just win, baby. Yeah, just win, baby. Just win. Just win. All right. Alrighty then. You guys have a wonderful night. Take care. We'll be back next week to talk things all America. And as always, Arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.